Well, hello, America and the world. The Daily Answer. Your host, Mark Dunnigan. Hop on, and here we go. Um, I'm not not a big sports guy. I mean, when I was younger, I played Little League and played baseball in high school. And, you know, now and then like watching a game. But I really don't have any favorite teams. And um, I don't really watch television anymore. So, but... I do, well, I don't keep in the loop very well. (laughs) Uh, Recently, there was the National Championship College football game, and it completely caught me by surprise who was in it and when it happened. Okay, but this did catch my attention. Um, Nick Saban, coach at Alabama, resigned back in January. And I was listening to a sports commentator talking about a talk about him. And I, I thought one of the comments was valuable. I, I, I don't know if it's consistently true, but usually this commentator seems to pretty much know his stuff. And what the comment was that was that we live in a culture where if someone flops, if someone crashes and burns, if someone digs a pit, a hole for themselves, right? Through just really unwise behavior or sinful behavior. We typically live in a culture of people that like at that point to pile on and say, see, 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 I, you know, and just sit there. And we live in a culture where there are people who just relish hearing about the dirt and the bad news of their fellow man and make it, Maybe it makes them feel better about their own lives that are not that great. I think that was one reason why a number of the shows on television, Jerry Springer and some of that stuff, you know, that you'd have people on there and they would just like, really, you're sharing that with the rest of the world. And I think one reason that people liked shows like that was well, at least I don't have their problem, right? It made them feel a little bit better is that I know I'm a train wreck, but they're a bigger train wreck than I am. So that means I don't have to work on my life. I think that was the appeal of some of those shows. Um, But this person said that Saban had the habit though of when, and this would be particularly like another coach, when another coach dug a hole for himself, made some really bad decisions. Um, Saban had the habit of reaching out and, and, you know, the the guy makes bad decisions and he lets, gets let go. He gets fired. People are saying, man, that guy's done. He's never going to coach again, et cetera. He said, Saban had the habit of reaching out and instead of piling on, um, he would hand them a rope or show up with a shovel, the title for today's program. And with the attitude, Hey, yes you've dug yourself a pretty deep hole. Now, here's a rope and I'm here with a shovel. I'm willing to help you dig yourself out. I like that attitude. You know what? And I think the Bible has a a similar attitude or is the one that has, is the one that talked about that attitude to begin with. In passages like Galatians chapter six, verse one, it says, brothers and sisters, even if a person is caught in any wrongdoing or a trespass, or they've dug a hole for themselves, you who are spiritual are to restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Now that doesn't mean you overlook it, but that means, hey, 
Yep, that's a deep hole. That's a problem. That's sin. That's pretty foolish behavior. That's not wise, okay? I see it, okay? But, hey, I got a rope with me, and I've got a shovel. And if you'll let me, and if you will dig too, okay, and if you actually grab the rope and put, you know, put effort into it climbing up that rope, and if, if you'll dig too, hey, maybe together we can help you get it, get yourself out. And for the Christian, it would say, along with God too. Okay, God's going to be the one providing the actual rope, uh, and God is the one providing the actual shovel, not Ace Hardware. That's that's where I got the rope, and that's where I got the shovel from God. Book of James, chapter 5, in verse 19, My brethren, if any among you strays from the truth, and one turns him back, they dig a pit for themselves. And that would be like, and that could be like a moral pit or a doctrinal pit, like false doctrine. They go off to deepen in the false doctrine. They go off to some sort of immorality. They lose, they leave their wife, right? Leave their husband. Let him who know that he who turns a sinner, that is, you're not ignoring what they're doing. They are a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Here's the thing, you know, when, when someone falls into a pit, don't gloat over it because if they're in there, here's the thing. When someone digs a pit for themselves and they fall into it, guess what? Other people are going to fall into that same pit with them. I've just seen that. That is, no one ever falls away alone typically. They always take somebody with them, a friend, another family member, somebody else at church, someone who strays morally leaves their husband, leaves the wife of their youth. Guess what? They take other people with them. Not only that, but if you have kids and you dig a pit and fall into it, guess what? That second generation sometimes falls into the same pit that you dug, okay? Is that, well, dad didn't re remain faithful to mom, so I don't have to remain faithful to my bride or my groom, okay? It, it's that same pit. You know, where, well, one family member goes into a really weird false doctrine and here comes the other family members going or or like in a family where one sibling says, hey, I'm raised by Christians. Mom and dad are Christians and have been faithful and set me a good example, but I'm not going to live the Christian life anymore. And all of a sudden, another sibling says, me too. That is, they fall into the same pit, and, and, and there's an urgency there about showing up with the rope and the shovel because that that precious soul needs to be pulled out of the pit, number one. But number two, the pit needs to be filled in so nobody else falls into it. Mm. There's, there's been a number of studies where, and <laughs> just a number of studies of how sin can go through multiple, multiple generations. Now, it doesn't mean if dad was a sinner, you're doomed, because Ezekiel 18 would teach the opposite of that. And First Peter chapter one talks about, hey, you're, you know, you're no longer enslaved or to, to kind of the vain traditions inherited for your vain manner of life inherited from your forefathers. And that's about verse 19 of first Peter chapter one. It's interesting. A number of books kind of like Galatians was that way and James was that way. And I think, yeah, first John is that way a little bit as well, that they end with this similar theme of, hey, someone crashes and burns and digs a pit, go after them. And this would be 1 John 5, 16. 
If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask and God will give him life to those who commit sin not leading to death. There is a sin leading to death. I do not say that he should make requests for him. And the difference between a sin that results in, at the end of the day, eternal death, and one that does not is that's a sin that a person will repent of. Okay. And so that brings us kind of to the next observation that just a heads up, but don't let this discourage you. And that is that there are going to be people that dig a pit. And when you show up with a great attitude, with the attitude to Galatians chapter six, one and two, hey, can I help you get out? There are going to be people that say, I'll tell you what you can do with your rope and shovel. I mean, no, you know, they're going to give you a hard no. And that's what John, I think, is talking about, is that you're going to run into people that they want to stay in the pit. And they are very, well, they're going to give you an earful about you showing up and trying to help them. They might even give you an earful about, um, you know, that, they're a lot better person than you are and that they've now learned the truth and there is no God and you can, you know, and how bad Christians are. And man, you, you may get an earful and I have in my life gotten an earful. Okay. But here's the thing. Don't let situations like that move you to take the rope and the shovel and say, I'm retiring those, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm going to put them in the shed and forget about them because that, that experience of trying to help that person and then having them label me that there was something wrong with me as the bad guy that left a really bad taste in my mouth. I know, I know. Don't let that prevent you though, from trying to help somebody else. Okay. Um, don't let that discourage you next time that um, a Christian falls into a pit and needs help. Some applications of this, and I am definitely not an expert like at this, okay? But it would be like, hey, there's a, someone that someone at you're you're a Christian man, and there's a man at church that just has left his wife. Okay, grab the rope, grab the shovel, go after him, and say, hey, can I get you out of this? Can I help you get back together with the wife of your youth, with the woman that you made the covenant with? What can I help? Can I help you? Can I, can I help you get out of the pit that you dug for yourself? I'm here. I'm here for you. Or a Christian elder or even a preacher that starts going off the rails and going off into false doctrine. Okay. Easy to pile on at that, that point. Okay. But, and there may be a point that, they're going to stay in that false doctrine and teach it that you're going to have to call people attention to that. And man, I just can't, I can't view you in fellowship with God anymore. Okay. You, you know, you reach that point at times. Okay. But before that, before that show up with your rope and shovel and say, Hey, don't agree with what you're doing here, but can I help you get out of this pit? Can I help you? Can I help you? I, I want to prevent any further damage from happening. Anybody else from falling into in this pit? I want to help you. And I want to try to help you from making the pit deeper. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Remember the rope and remember the shovel. Don't pile on. Go and try to restore.
for the Daily Answer. See you in the Funny Papers.